expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon, I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. In Taiwan News, the TIEX opened down 18 points this morning from yesterday's close at 17,456 on turnover of 4.7 billion NT. Shares in Taiwan moved slightly lower on Wednesday, with the bellwether electronics sector serving as an anchor, helping the broader market recover most of its earlier losses. However, non-tech stocks remained largely in the doldrums, as investors pocketed gains built in recent sessions, with many anxiously waiting for the upcoming U.S. non-farm payroll data for August. The first batch of 932,000 doses of the BNT vaccine arrived at Taoyuan International Airport at around 7 a.m. today amid much anticipation. It was shipped by a Cargolux cargo plane. Health Minister Chen Shizhong and TSMC Charity Foundation Chairperson Zhang Shufen and representatives from the Tsiji Foundation were at the airfield to welcome the arrival. Foxconn founder Terry Guo, who's still in quarantine and couldn't be there, also asked his cousin Zhang to represent him. The first batch is part of the 15 million BNT vaccines that Guo, TSMC and Siji ordered and will donate to the Taiwanese public. The health minister repeatedly expressed his gratitude to the three private organizations in his speech at the airport, saying he wanted to thank Guo in particular for all his efforts, including his trip to Europe last month, to make detailed arrangements. According to the Central Epidemic Command Center, these BNT vaccines will be valid until January 15th if they are kept in super-low temperatures of between minus 60 and 90 degrees. Kept in the usual freezer temperature of 2 to 8 degrees, they can only last one month. In international news, an international push is underway to help evacuate some young female athletes in Afghanistan who are considered endangered by the Taliban control of the country. AP correspondent Jackie Quinn reports. The Taliban forbid women from participating in sports, so members of the Afghanistan women's national soccer team living outside Afghanistan are working hard to get young female players and their families out of the country. And they were close, just footsteps from freedom, when that devastating blast occurred last week at the airport in Kabul. Their coach, Kat Cross Royar, who's in the U.S., says these girls love soccer, but it could cost them everything. They're as young as 14. They should not have to think about, are they going to wake up to, to the door knock of the Taliban? Are they going to have to run away? A former White House official says part of the problem is the girls and their families, about 130 people, mostly don't have papers they need to get on a rescue flight. I'm Jackie Quinn. 
Rebels in eastern Congo have ambushed a civilian convoy that was under military escort and killed five people. At least 20 others are still being held hostage late Wednesday. The army said it had been able to free 60 others during the attack in Congo's Ituri province. The military called on people in the area to remain calm. But news of the latest attack renewed outcry over the mounting violence blamed on rebel groups this year. The most active one is known as ADF, and it has reportedly pledged its allegiance to the Islamic State organization. Some fear that has only deepened the security crisis in eastern Congo. And in Canada, Ontario has become the fourth Canadian province to announce residents will soon have to show proof of vaccination against COVID-19 to enter restaurants, theatres, gyms and other indoor public venues. Premier Doug Ford says the vaccination certificate program will take effect September 22nd. Initially, residents will show a PDF or printout of the vaccination receipt they received when they got their COVID-19 shots, along with a government-issued ID. The certificate will be necessary to enter restaurants and bars, nightclubs, meeting and event spaces, gyms, sporting events, casinos, concerts and theatres. The requirement won't apply to most outdoor settings. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.